as long as you can imagine it, uh, I believe you can do it. So we are live, Talking Alpacas Take One. And action. Hello, hello. Uh, hello, Carlo, how are you? Hello, all good. How are you, Steph? I'm okay, not bad. It's a nice day today. Um, feeling my productivity levels a bit on the on the high side today. <laughs> what did you eat? Uh, nothing yet. <laughs> I just had coffee and water, and then uh, maybe I'll, I'll stop for an early lunch. <clears throat> oh, frito and banana. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So uh, today's guest is is, is Nikolai. He is our uh, he works with Maka Visuals. He's our very own VFX artist. Um, he's been with Maka Visuals from the very start, and um, we're very lucky to have him because he's probably one of the hardest workers I know. Uh, hi, Nick. How are you? Hey, guys. I'm good. Thank you. You? We're fine. We're fine. Great. So, uh, how have you been uh, keeping busy these past few weeks? Um, lately, to be honest, visual effects projects has decreased due yep. to current situations. I think for those listening, uh, we're currently in the this <laughs> COVID-19 pandemic situation. Uh, but on the other hand, uh, we're still busy on graphic and animation mm -hmm. work. We do graphic okay. and animation work as well. So we're still busy on those, on that particular area. Obviously, due to lack of visual effects projects, I took this opportunity to read and mm -hmm. learn a bit more. It's always okay. good <laughs> to yeah. learn new stuff. That's good. Are you are you doing anything else like that's not um, work focused? I'm trying to improve on my eating habits. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and uh, exercise a bit more, but uh, that's not always the easiest thing yeah, to do, not at all. especially uh, <laughs> especially in these times. So, when it comes to the to your main area of work, so VFX video, what is the general process that you go through when creating something that is VFX heavy? Uh -huh. So, basically I'm assuming that we already have the script. We already know what we're going to shoot. Mm -hmm. um, so basically, you would start by planning the shot. Uh, what kind of shot, what kind of visual effects we need. So we start with a simple and very basic storyboard. So everyone on the, on the team is on the same page. We know roughly what kind of shot we're going to have. And after the, the storyboard stage, we might have a pre-visualization stage, which is a very basic 3D animation of the shot. Okay. So we're, we're still in the pre-production stage here. We're, we're not, we haven't shot anything. Mm -hmm. uh, we're just planning and preparing for this uh, different circumstances, different situations um, where it comes to the visual effects. Um, later, once we decided, listen, we have everything we need, we know what we're going to shoot, we go uh, in the production stage where we have the raw photography or the live action shots, uh, the elements we need, do we need uh, for example, do we need uh, plates? For example, a clean plate where you would have the background without the actors and the foreground elements. So you would use that to clean the, the, the background if needed. We would need, for example, let's say we need to track the shots. For example, if we're going to place a 3D object, which is computer generated in a live action shot, we need to track the camera movement. 
Mm. So in that case, we might need uh, tracking tracking elements to track them in post. For example, we might need a blue screen or a green screen to remove the background or remove a, a certain area from the shot. Um, and other references. Sometimes we need uh, lighting references when we insert the 3D element into scene. The light matches. Mainly that's it for the, the production stage. Mm. And then the post-production where all the fun starts. <laughs> <laughs> Here we categorize the shots. Usually if it's a complex shot, we need to see what stages, what, what type of work we need to do on them. Let's say we have an actor with a wire rig you mm. know, the, behind him. And we, yeah. we simply need to remove that wire. If we need keying, we, we key the backgrounds, we need we key the areas that need skiing. If we, we, we shot a plate, maybe we shot a nectar on a green screen and we have a plate of a sunset in New York. Uh, it's practically impossible to do, but uh, with the help of visual effects, you can yeah. uh, have the sector in New York. Maybe, maybe we don't have a live action plate, but we need to create an entire 3D building or 3D model around the actor uh, and then you composite all of these elements together so you would have the final shot and the job is done and obviously i think you need to pre-plan all this no because of course yes there's that's a lot of why, yes definitely. rendering time involved and definitely it, it all needs to be planned so you mentioned quite a few different types of vfx you mentioned inputting 3d images and background replacements can you make, uh, mention and explain a few different types of vfx perhaps um, the ones most commonly used in our industry so the, the ones most commonly used it, it depends depends on the budget and time <laughs> um, but the ones we commonly use locally at least we do mostly cleanups we do also compositing shots mm -hmm. for example we would have an actor on a green screen and we need to as again we need this actor that looks like he's in new york so we do it on a green screen we also often also add graphics on top of footage but but sometimes we also do more intensive visual effects work where we insert a cgi character or an object mm -hmm on a live action shot, like the one we did, Marka did for McDonald's, the pita commercial. We, we, we had the statues that we needed to insert those CGI statues on, live action foot, uh, on a live action shot. Or vice versa, where we have live action placed in a CGI environment, uh, like the one we did on Quasar, where we had uh, the actors uh, placed in a CGI uh, environment. So. Um, how would you say that an advert can benefit from VFX? What are the advantages? Sometimes it is, as mentioned before, it is practically impossible or too expensive to do certain shots. So you would use visual effects to help the story in a cheaper way. For example, let's say you have a one-day shoot and you need to have multiple backdrops in different locations worldwide. Um, and you have one actor. It would be impossible, literally impossible, to fly the entire crew and the cast uh, to fit it in the budget and time that you have. Mm -hmm. um, so you place the actor in front of a green screen and do the magic in the post-production, basically. You would key the background, uh, place the different uh, background plates uh, from different um, locations, and uh, voila, you have the magic done. <laughs> Uh, and that's usually done in a cheaper way 
uh, in obviously less time. Um, and that's that's a huge benefit who, who wants an advert uh, in this manner. Well, it can also be used to remove a few blemishes or, or, or a few defects from, from certain yeah. shots now as well. Sometimes you would uh, use visual effects to help the story or there, there are certain elements in shot that you weren't aware of and you notice them in the editing room and it's not the most ideal but these things happen and then we, we clean them or remove them or whatever the case is uh, and we do that in uh, the visual effects process we often hear that you can create anything with vfx that like the sky's the limit so to speak are there any limitations that people perhaps overlook sometimes it is somewhat true um as long as you can imagine it uh, i believe you can do it so the limiting factor is one's imagination however time and budget are a huge factor uh, if you have unlimited resources there are very few limitations of what one one can do but also technology has come a long way and mm -hmm. made the process easier and more efficient and cheaper as well, to be honest. So you mentioned technology. Um, what kind of tools uh, would you suggest or, or do you need to start kind of working in uh, VFX? Basically, this type of work is mostly done on a computer, as most people are aware of. And it, it very depends on what you're interested in doing. Uh, because uh, visual effects is a very, very wide subject. However, for those who are just starting and uh, maybe they don't want to invest this early, there are free softwares out there. There are softwares such as uh, Blender, which mm -hmm. is a 3D package. You can use it for free. It's a very, very, very powerful uh, package. For those maybe who are more interested in, on, in, in, to, in compositing or to the work, to the compositing, there's DaVinci Resolve, mm -hmm. which is also free. There, obviously, there are some limitations to it, but it's free. I believe there are other softwares, other free softwares, which you can download only if you intend to use them for educational and non-commercial purposes. There's Autodesk Maya, and there's Nuke, which is another compositing package, which is extremely powerful. It's one of the industry standard uh, packages. Um, there, then there are the basic ones that I think most people are aware of. There's uh, Photoshop, and there's After Effects. I think. Mm -hmm. Both these softwares are very common, commonly used in this type of work. You can download for free, but for a limited time. Obviously, if you're using these for commercial purposes, I encourage you to buy them. The, the, now, nowadays, you, you won't be buying them. You would be paying for a subscription. So it's yeah. much cheaper that way. You mentioned a lot of software uh, regarding the hardware um, side of it. Do you need like a, a high spec uh, PC or, or? It depends what you're doing. If you're uh, if you're rendering and maybe you're doing simulations, which uh, involves a, a lot of computing power, yes, you you you're going to be needing a a beast basically, a, a computer which is very powerful. On the other hand, if you're still, if you're just starting out um, and you will, you will be using After Effects, Photoshop, mm -hmm. maybe a bit uh, Blender to add a couple of 3D elements. Start with what you have, even if it's a laptop, uh, doesn't really matter. Yes, my, sometimes it will get a bit frustrating. <laughs> these these uh, platforms yeah. will crash a lot. 
but it's, uh, in the long run, it's worth it. Especially if, if, if you're into it and, and you kind of are interested and, and you see kind of the fruits of your labor, obviously, then perhaps you can start upgrading bit by bit and I guess your work can improve with, with, with your hardware. Exactly, exactly. And then I guess on the other hand, when it comes to resources of how to learn, I think the internet is... <laughs> Everyone knows that this YouTube giant and yeah. there's a lot of free information out there. Um, there are a lot, the, the community is quite huge. The visual effects community is quite, quite huge. So if you ask um, questions and mm -hmm. uh, this type of community, this community in, on a certain platforms, uh, you'll quickly get the answers you're looking for. Um, if, you, if you really want to do it, there are a yeah. few excuses. And uh, what about your, um, your journey? I mean, did, did you learn by just consulting the internet or did you? Yes, mainly I'm self-taught. I, I, I had to practice a lot. I had to put in the hours. Anything that it's worth doing, you have to put in a lot of hours. Uh, you have to struggle for some time as well. But yes, mainly, mainly I learned a lot from watching videos on YouTube. Uh, what do you enjoy most about uh, being a VFX artist? Myself, I'm a bit of a technical uh, guy. I'm. I like artistic work, but I'm not the artistic type. Uh, so I like it because it's extremely technical. Sometimes it can be frustrating, uh, but I like solving the puzzle. The thing is that in visual effects, I think in the film industry in general, each and every shot is different. Even if you're implementing the same concepts, the shot itself, it's different. It was like a, a thing of, of, of like problem solving. Um, mm -hmm. according to the project that's at hand and exactly. see how to work around. Um, as, as with anything creative, uh, of course, VFX is open to receiving quite a bit of feedback. How do you deal with that kind of? It, uh, it uh, depends. As long as it's for the betterment of the project, um, I'm okay with it. Yes, it might be frustrating sometimes mm -hmm. uh, to redo a certain task. The client knows best what's best for him or for his company so sometimes you just need to see is my listen am i doing something here that looks cool or am i doing something that helps the client because sometimes you end up you fall into this trap where look it's cool but maybe it's not working can you mention any like really creative uses that you've seen for vfx and in, in 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 any advert in particular there are a lot of a lot of adverts out there uh, that are extremely 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 creative sometimes uh, i watch them with my mouth literally open and ask myself how the hell did they think of that and uh, that's that's i think when the visual effects is done right that's uh, when you, you you keep on uh, i think i think if, if 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 it's done right it kind of keeps the audience more engaged no isn't uh, exactly yes it, it, and you remember it, the project yes, you remember yes. the project you remember the product of course mm -hmm. is there any advice that you can give to anyone who's interested in in having a vfx advert make sure you're helping the story don't uh, do visual effects for the sake of doing it on the other hand, 
by using visual effects in your own projects, uh, it might stand, help it stand out more. As we just mentioned, uh, there are certain projects that stick. I mean, mm-hmm. you keep remembering them yeah. just because they had this wowness factor to, to mm-hmm. them. So if done right, there is this element of wowness to it, if that's a word. Um, also please remember that this work takes time and imagination sometimes uh, i think one one element that i find it very difficult in this particular field is when uh, people are not on the same page where it comes to imagination that can be a bit frustrating and tough to but yet i mean uh, as long as you're helping the story go for it also i think it's it's like as you mentioned, the you have to kind of make sure that both uh, sides of the coin, so to speak, are on the same page because mm-hmm. uh, some people might imagine might imagine something differently, and obviously, then when they see the final result, it's not what they expected. Exactly. So I think uh, communication, as with most of our of our field, um, not obviously only with VFX, I think is very important in this case as well when you're going to be incorporating like vfx with live action footage what are some important things that people need to look out for so uh, basically if you plan to do a vfx shot or uh, a project um do technical tests ideally prior shooting not said. <laughs> <laughs> you will find that certain issues are avoidable can mm-hmm. be fixed on set while shooting and not in post, I mm-hmm. emphasize not <laughs> in post. You need to fix them prior yeah. shooting. Also, make sure that the visual effects doesn't stand out when when you're watching the final uh, the final result. You shouldn't yeah. be able to identify the yeah. visual effects mm-hmm. that's done. So that's a big a big one. Because I mean, visual effects artists are the the hidden <laughs> yeah. the, 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 <laughs> the magicians. But you shouldn't be aware of, yeah. uh, exactly yeah. aware of their work mm-hmm. if it's done right. I mean, obviously, there are projects that it's obvious that it was done in visual effects. Yeah. But again, even if it was done like that, you shouldn't be able to identify what was mm-hmm. done in post uh, and yeah. what was done in, on, on set. For mm-hmm. sure. And when it comes to becoming a VFX artist, what would you advise people that maybe are starting out uh-huh. um, a good question um, practice learn from others um, watch a bunch of tutorials and put in the work and um, keep in mind that often you need to work under pressure and with limited time and resources um, okay. and don't be afraid to learn new stuff for sure it doesn't have to be visual effects related it helps if you learn on other in other areas as well um, such as cinematography and photography which mm-hmm. helps you develop an eye for certain things. For example, let's say you're tracking a shot um, and you don't have the proper the, the film back, the, you don't know the exact film back, you might find it difficult to actually track it perfectly. So okay. these things you, you need to be aware of, you need to research, you need to learn. Are there, are there any websites that you would suggest to someone who's starting out, maybe where you can find the sources or maybe YouTube channels, something like that? Uh-huh. Um, it very well depends because as i said before it's a very wide yeah. visual effects is a very there's too many there are too many elements so if, if you're interested in modeling 
there are certain areas um, if you're interested in rendering perhaps there are actually people who are who are renders themselves who shade and render mm-hmm. there are actual profession professionals that uh, there's patreon there's youtube um, youtube is free patreon i think you have to pay mm-hmm. a small fee um, there's digital tutors there's gnomon there's um, there, there are so many uh, <laughs> there are so many out there i think if you go if you simple do a simple google re- google search there's so many yes yeah <laughs> Uh, if you're um, interested, maybe you're not interested in the 3D element, maybe you're more interested in the 2D aspect. There's a company called Animation Bootcamp, which are very good as well. I mean, mm-hmm. the, there are so many out there giving uh, valuable information. Yes, for sure. I mean, the only uh, experience I have with VFX is, is, is the assignments I had back when I was at MCAST. And <laughs> basically, they were very... Um, you know, crude uh, compositing with the green screen, um, and it was as in I enjoyed it because it was something different. But I couldn't imagine myself doing it on a daily basis. The amount of challenges you face, the amount yes. of variables yes. there are, yes. it's a bit. Uh, it was at least very overwhelming for me. I personally, I can't imagine doing something like that. And as you said, there's so many. There's obviously the, the whole compositing and, mm-hmm. and, and character animation and, and creating something from nothing. Recently, I've started learning Python, for example. It's not particular particularly mm-hmm. visual effects related tool, but it helps. It helps visual effects artists become more efficient. You can create custom tools, for example. Okay. Yeah, so... so if you're learning stuff, don't limit it to just visual effects related subjects. So in the recent few years, there's been like an influx of, of Disney remakes that are, are, you know, very VFX heavy. Um, the remakes of mostly the 2D, the classic 2D animations they had in the past, such as like, I don't know, uh, Beauty and the Beast, Lion King. Uh, what's your opinion? As, as, a, as a VFX artist, like, on these movies. <laughs> From a visual effects perspective, the visual effect level visual effects level in these movies is always increasing. The technology mm-hmm. is always yeah. getting more and more sophisticated. And the result shows. From, from what I've seen, they're ex- amazing. The, the, <laughs> the level of detail, it's... Mm-hmm. I, I might be sounding a bit uh, of a nerd right now, but... <laughs> It's 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 mesmerizing. It's yeah, yeah for sure. No, it's it's amazing. It's amazing, uh, and <laughs> the, the hours of work they put in in these movies. Uh, what I once saw, I you know I I know it's a bit old, but you, you know the movie Shrek. They estimated that if they rendered that movie on a single machine as a, on a single PC, it would have taken about thirty-two years to render. For the time. It, for the time, it was something new. It was yeah. to do it on that scale. And on a more um, more recent films or series that you watched, is there something that impressed you particularly? Uh, so definitely the latest Disney movies uh, really impressed me, especially the Jungle Book and the Lion mm-hmm. King one. The Lion King one especially amazing. Yeah, something for sure. 
the, 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 the level of uh, detail it had. Mm-hmm. And even Jungle Book, Jungle Book, they created a, a, a new technology. So they, the, the scenery, it was actual photographs. Mm-hmm. Um, they merged them, them into 3D elements to create the 3D environment. So it was something new. Usually mm-hmm. you would create, or let's say you need to have a rock in yeah. this scene. You usually would create a rock from scratch. You would start mm-hmm. from with a six-sided uh, cube yeah. and uh, model it so you would have this rock. But they did something different. They invented this technology um, where you would actually photograph an actual rock and you would extract infor- mm-hmm. information from the rock, the texture, the model, um, stuff like that. So the scenery in, jung- in the Jungle Book, the actual rocks, the actual leaves, mm-hmm. the trees, they are actual trees in real life. They're not just modeled from scratch, invented. They're not just invented. They're That's... actual... <laughs> and uh, it, it's... it's uh, it's uh, awesome to, to, to yeah. know the, that kind of uh, uh, the, the level of detail they went through. Um, but uh, then where it comes to the fish shows, obviously the first one that comes to mind is Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> the level of detail, wow, just, just yeah. it was amazing. Yes, of course, um, Game of Thrones is very impressive when it comes to VFX, especially the dragons. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They looks amazing. I guess they didn't care enough to remove the Starbucks cup, <laughs> <laughs> but apart from that, I think they 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 deserve credit for their VFX. Uh, so Nick, thanks a lot for for being with us. Thanks. We know you're you're rather busy um, Thank with you, with other work. Thank you for taking the time to be with us. And obviously, thanks for your listeners. Uh, let us know if you have any feedback, or let us know if you want us to discuss any particular topics. And make sure to follow us on Spotify. Yeah, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Okay, yep. so thanks, Nick. And Thank uh, you. let's call it Steph. Let's call it. And that's a wrap. <laughs>